Welcome back to another episode. Today I have a very special guest. I have someone that I have not seen in many, many years. I think over probably 20 two years. decades, <laughs> 20 yes. years. I want to welcome and I want to introduce to you Vanessa Abarca. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank, no, thank you. you for coming. I know it's it was a long way. <laughs> well, with my job, I'm just used to the drive. Yeah, you're used to the drive. Well, I want to say it's an honor. It's a privilege to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I'm very excited to have her because I met Vanessa when she was, I'm um, saying like eight, nine years. Probably a little bit younger. Really? Probably like seven? Yes. Six or seven. Time. And you're the oldest, right? I am. So I met her when she was just a little girl, and <laughs> all those years have passed, and here I am again, reunited with you after yeah. so long. And yeah. I don't even know if if we ever even had like you know you were, if you were seven, I was probably a little older, right? Yes. So it's just it's just been a many many years of us not seeing each other, anything like that. But you guys, you and your family have been very special to our family, you know, and I want you to know that. <laughs> well, to my, to me too, I, I was mentioning to you earlier that uh, it was May of last year. I remember one day I found myself on Facebook and I happened to see your video thumbnail with your mom. Wow. Instantly, I thought to myself, her first and last name, Isabel Soriano. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, my God. So then I got into your channel. I subscribed. I started watching it. And ever since then, I've just been very consistent about wow. it. Uh, every week or so or whenever I need to really, you know, ground myself, I guess you can yeah. say. Yeah. I clean or I meditate or just hang out with, right. my, with myself alone. And I watch wow. your channel. It's one of the channels that I watch, and I love how I feel after. Either I learn something, I'm inspired, or it's just fun. You know, wow. I laugh. Wow. And it just really resets me. Wow. And on the live, I mentioned that someone had said that this channel is like a fresh, what is it, fresh air, fresh? Yes, fresh, a breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. And guess what? It was her who said it. <laughs> it was you, and it's crazy because... Even though I haven't seen you in a long time, mm -hmm. and you know, we you follow me, and I think I, I don't know if you sent me a message on Facebook first, and then mm -hmm. we started talking. But the thing is that you've been so encouraging to my life about really? this this podcast, and uh -huh. it's crazy how God puts you know people like you and other amazing people that when I need encouragement, because you know. We bring encouragement, but, you know, we also need it. And God takes care of that and puts people like you to say, hey, your 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 podcast is, you know, I like it. Like, I listen to it. I clean it. I do it. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I remember know. once that it had there was a gap. I think that it was like a week or two. Yes. That your video had not come on and I reached out to you. I said, hey, what's going on? It's yeah. it's Wednesday or Monday. <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember that. And something interesting, I was meditating because I remember one day you posted, I don't know what it's called, I'm not really good at social media, you posted a question on how, when your one year came up, Oh, yes, said, yes, how yes. the chats with Gabby changed your life. And I thought about it, I didn't message you or anything, but I thought about it and something interesting to me 
is that your mom introduced me to church. Wow. So the first time I, the first memories I have of as a child at church is with your mom. Wow. I remember she took us to church when she would take care of us when my mom was at work. And then I, the past couple of years, my mom became Christian as well. And she was very consistent about church throughout my teenage years. Unfortunately, I was very rebellious and really? I did not you did not look rebellious <laughs> at all the Vanessa that I remember so quiet I was a very good kid but I gave my mom a very hard time unfortunately really? after I turned 18 I was just so rebellious I don't know why me metió, pero <laughs> it happens <laughs> we all go through I did that. not go, like going to church she you know took us to church every Sunday and sometimes entre semana también so whenever I became older and I moved out I quit going to church. I would go once every blue moon. Yeah. But it's interesting that because of you, you planted in me wanting to go back to church. Really? And I have gone to church recently. Like, I think I've been to church this year more than I've been in the past five years. Wow, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. That means so much to so me. So it's interesting <laughs> that your mom introduced me to church. And in a way, you, um, I also have a, he began to, as my therapist, but now I see him more as a life coach. Yeah. But the books that he gave me to read, they all talked about God. So I feel like it was like a faith based. It was or? together. Oh, oh, yes. I, I would sit with him and I still do. Actually, I meet with him every now and then. But his books, they all talk about God. So it made me want to go because yeah. no one can get me to do something I don't want to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> no one. No one. Wow. Um, but it planted the desire in me yes. to actually start going to church. And I've always, thank God, I've always had, I guess you can say a relationship with him. I've always known that I'm blessed. I've always known, um, and I've never been, you know, in doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Right. I just didn't like church. Yeah. It wasn't God, it was church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. But um, recently I started going back to church and I go to different churches. It's just, I'm always a guest, yes. but I love it. It speaks to me and he talks to me. And um, about two years ago, I had my first, the first time, my mom and my aunt always talk about God talks to me, God talks to me. And yes. it's not that I didn't believe it, but I was just thinking to myself, how is that? Like, how does he talk to wow. them? How? Yeah. But I remember that two years ago, I felt it for the first time. I was wow. showing a house um, and my clients were walking, the, touring the house. And I remember it was the first time that I was in a house that I, it resonated in me that I wanted that. Like that particular house. I loved it. Actually, I But have, you wanted it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I even have the blueprint of that house because I, I told myself that I want to build it one day. But I remember I was walking it and I was approaching the, the island, the kitchen island. And I felt him talk to me in my spirit, I guess right. you can say. Yeah. I felt it. And I remember he told me, you, this is what you want. And he said, and you can have it. But you have to let go of this or not let go. I don't know how to put it into words. He said, you have to come to me to have this. Yeah. And I remember I was like, wow, like it was, it was touching because I had not had an experience like that before. But ever since then, I feel like I started working harder and going a different route, but obviously I was distracted as well in yeah. my spiritual life. Yeah. But recently, I felt like he talked to me again. Wow. So it's been twice already. And I feel that he told me, 
Uh, I have never abandoned you. I've always been with you, even though you didn't want to come to my my house, like, mi casa. Me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm getting frustrated. And I felt in me like, oh my, I felt like he told me, I am speaking to you in so many ways, like the YouTube channel, your therapist. Wow. <laughs> How else do you want me to talk to you? Yeah. And something that my mom has always told me is like, she, you don't want to come to God in you know, the bad way. Right. So I said, right. you know what? I'm going to start going to yeah. church. Um, and I loved it. It really touches me. It really makes a difference. Yeah. It and refreshes it calms our me soul. Down. You know, we, we need it. And something that I was thinking this morning is like, you know, we don't go to church because it's, we're perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not perfect. That's why I didn't like going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we think, no, I have to be perfect to mm -hmm. go to church. Like I have to fix my life before I go to church. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that because we're broken, because we're so imperfect, because we, we make mistakes, we make errors, we do so many things. Mm -hmm. I make them because I'm human. Mm -hmm. Like someone said, we haven't graduated in being in heaven, right? right? So we're still here on this earth that we still make mistakes. We still sin, even though it's a different kind of sin, you know? Right. But it's different and it's like not saying that one is better than the other but it's like you think about things you doubt and that's sinning against god because you're doubting him but the thing is that that is the reason why we go to church to hear from him for him to reaffirm to us like i am with you i know what you're going through right you know i i see your pain i see your struggle i see what you're fighting with and i am here with you mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of things that people may mistaken that, oh, I have to, or I don't know what you would think, like, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, at first it was that. It was just me being rebellious. But then later I developed a tremendous respect for God. And I actually, ever since I started my career in 2017, I felt him bless me. And I knew I didn't, not necessarily that I didn't deserve it, but I knew it wasn't because of me. I, yeah. I knew that it was God blessing yes. me. So I felt that I wasn't at my best. And like you said, that I couldn't be there. Right. I would go for sure. And I would do my best to be a good person. And, you know, but I don't know how to explain it. I just felt like I wasn't <laughs> valuable enough. No. And I think a lot of people feel like I'm not, I'm not worthy. And right. sometimes I even go, I'm like, oh God, I'm not worthy, but we're not worthy. Only mm -hmm. he is worthy. Mm -hmm. But when I think when you surrender that feeling and I'm like, I am unworthy, I am here, but use my life, he, he begins to use it. I think it's just when we like open up to him and say, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, here's my life. You right. take control. He begins to do something when we allow him. And I think that's what you've been doing. You know, now you're like, you know, this is what I want. But let me go back a little Cause I want to know more about you <laughs> and I'm glad that you, that you like, cause I wanted to know a lot of things like, how are you even at church now? Like, you know, but when did you start real estate? Uh, so my aunt is a realtor okay. and back in 2012, my mom and my aunt, thank God, they put it in me to work. They taught wow. me how to work for a living. So 20, you said 2012? 2012, so it was 10 years ago. So you were 17. 17? Wow. Yeah, I was 17, and my aunt took me under her wing. She, like I said, I was going through my rebellious stage, and she was always 
a mentor to me. So she got involved, thankfully, because who really has time for that, right? Who has right. time to deal with a brat? <laughs> I don't know what else to Your call Thea. me. <laughs> right. She took Thank me under God her wing her. and she had just started her career. So I was her assistant. And at the same time, my mom, she has, she has a salon. And she still was, has it till right, today? She's or, reopening. Okay. I don't know how to say it. But she does. She's always been con for for years. I think it's I know. been two decades already. I know. She used to do my hair. <laughs> she used to cut it. She used to dye it. Right. I remember going to, um, I, at that time, she was at her house. Like, they had her, her husband had made this very nice um, place, like, in the back. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, my mom's like, you guys are so expensive. Because it was my mom, me, and my sisters. And we all wanted to get our hair done by your mom. <laughs> Yeah, she, um, I was working with her at her salon, mm -hmm. and at the same time, I was also the assistant of a paralegal at an attorney's office. Okay. I was working three jobs. Oh my I was full-time in college. Yes, oh, I had wow. just graduated high school. So you were very, I was not like that at 17. <laughs> no, it was my mom and my aunt. They just expected nothing but the best. They told me, like, you have plenty of time. You, the last thing you need is free time is what they would tell me they would tell me we don't need you having any free time getting yourself in trouble yeah so they I was working three jobs I was a full-time student in college oh my. and it was I wish I had started real estate as a realtor sooner but it took me a while to decide that I wanted it for myself I feel like you can't do something until you want it right because they did I encourage agree. me to to get my license but again I was being very rebellious Finally, I get my license when I'm 20 in 2017. When you're 20, you're still super young. Well, how old was I in 2017? Uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17. 22, 23? Yeah. Right. So that's around the time that I got my license. And that's the, I that's the time it. I was getting married. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it. I fell in love with it. it. I feel that I was being surrounded by these amazing families. I always learned something. I always yeah. felt attached to them. I remember mm -hmm. that I would be a little sad after closing because I'd be like, oh, I don't have to. We don't talk, talk every day yeah. now. Yeah. So I learned something new. And then also with my colleagues, a lot of my clients are also business owners or they have amazing families. I always learn something. So yeah. I really like the environment that I'm in at yes. work. Um, I just wish, I'm always pushing myself to be better. I'm always reading all these books and trying to be establish at, yeah. establish my models. But that I've been doing it since 2017 as a realtor. But what made you decide like, okay, now I'm ready? Like what was that step or what was that thing that you were missing that you're like, I do want to do this. I decided that I wanted to do it. It just came to me one day, honestly, and I really wanted it. And I remember that it was interesting because I had tried to do it before, but I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. Uh, and or you I weren't failed. dedicated or enough to do it? I was humiliated, I guess oh, you can wow. call it. I failed. Uh, so all throughout my education in grade school as well as in college, I would just go to class, I would pay attention, I would take my tests, and I always had good grades. So when I went to take my real estate exam and I failed, it was traumatizing. <laughs> I was terrified to go back, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I studied, but I didn't want to go back. It was so hard. 
And I remember. So how long did it take you to say I want to try? I want. So to I do tried it again. when I was probably nineteen or twenty. Okay. So it took me about almost like, like two, two years. years to go back, but it was when I really wanted it. Right. And I remember that I did fail again. <laughs> <laughs> I felt <Right>. again. <laughs> yes, I felt again. And I told myself I got angry, not not furious, but I told myself I'm coming back next week and I'm not leaving without my license. And wow. that that's exactly how and it that's happened. what changed, right? Yes, because at like first I was intimidated. It, yes, I was intimidated. That's what it was. I overthought it. I was nervous. But I was so upset that I had driven all the way to Macon. My husband, I think, went to Macon <laughs> to get it. And he says it's like the hardest test it ever. Is. He's it's, like, I wanted to cry. It is. It's very challenging. It's very challenging. But the next time that I went, I, I remember thinking that to myself. I'm not leaving without my license. And that wow. was the day that I got it. Wow. Mm -hmm. So after you felt the second time, how long did you wait to go back for the third time? Um, it was right away. It was the the next week. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I think I took it like on a Wednesday, okay. and you can't go back like a week Friday. later. I, I don't remember the exact timing, mm -hmm. but I remember thinking that to myself: I'm gonna book the first available test, and wow. I'm not leaving without my license. And I think that makes a huge difference in any area of our life when we say, "I'm gonna do this." Mm -hmm. The other day, and it, when you're saying that, it reminded me that every time we go bowling with my family or with friends, I suck at bowling. <laughs> and I used to remember that at some point I was pretty good. I was decent. And recently, the last time we went, I think it was like about two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, we went and I was about to bowl with fear, like thinking... <laughs> This is going to go straight into the gutter. You were right? doubting yourself. I was doubting myself. But as soon as I said, no, I am going to throw it with everything that I have, mm -hmm. you know, and I did it and I beat my whole family, which that has <laughs> never, ever happened. But it's like it, it all happens in your mind. Right. When you, decide you, you decide to change your mindset to I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, and I and I saw it and it spoke to my life. It's like crazy how God speaks to you in little things. If we allow him to say, what are you trying to teach me? I was like, wow, God, it's all in us. Right. Say, I read that it this. says whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I always work on my mental strength. Yeah, because that's all it, that's all that's what it's about. Your drive mm -hmm. and deciding, committing that you want to do something that you will do it. Yeah. And it's hard. <laughs> it's hard because your mind plays with you so much. Like you want to do things, but then it's like you hear voices and negative voices, the enemy and tries to tell you all the lies, you know, and, and if we believe them, we can fall into thinking I'm not good enough. I'm I am do just this. so thankful for my mom and my aunt because my mom is very tough and my aunt is very encouraging. So my, you have both of right. Them, I get the, both of the, the good mixture. <laughs> so my mom, she tells me, I expect nothing but the best from you. And even I remember I would bring her diplomas or trophies, things like that. And she would be like, okay, you're supposed to. Good for you. I could never impress her. And my aunt, I remember she would tell me like, oh, you're so smart. You can do anything you set your mind to. So wow. I had the perfect combination. Yeah that my mom gave me the the push that I needed yeah. and my aunt gave me the 
the cheerleading. Right. <laughs> Which it gave you that balance. Yes, the perfect you balance. Know. Yes. But do you feel like at some point now you can say, wow, my mom does feel impressed by me <laughs> she's mom's always expecting which is good which, which is, is good. good she never lets me be comfortable she always she's pushing me for more and more and more yes that is true because if we get comfortable we're not going to grow right and the moment that we are being pushed we keep going and we keep moving mm -hmm. forward whether we like it or not but it's it's for the best of us right so i wanted to ask you um i know we already talked about real estate who do you work for Oh uh, Chapman Hall. Oh, okay. That's it's a nice. small company in Sandy Springs. It's funny because I started with Keller Williams and I loved it. They're yeah. amazing uh, when they all go back. But then I moved. So well, where, do, where are you currently living? Uh, currently, I'm in McDonough. Funny okay. Story. Whenever okay. COVID started and the riots, I, I was living in the city. Oh. I moved back to my hometown. So okay. I, I'm back where... Where my, you my roots <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's mm -hmm. what i'm like because so where do you mainly like work like what areas so my business is based on referrals i have clients in fulton gwinnett clayton henry and okay. in the metro atlanta area yeah. okay so you do it pretty much because your friends atlanta. typically live near mm -hmm. you so when i close on a home People refer me their family and friends, yeah. and typically they're from the same area, so that's how. But it's Henry, Clayton, uh, Gwinnett, and Fulton that's okay. the most. Cobb as well. Okay. I, I have some clients in Austell and Mableton. Also in the Mer in the Cobb area, right. too. <laughs> oh, that's good. I was going to ask you, how, how long has it been now with real estate? Uh, four years. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so proud of you well, when I you. saw you and I'm like, wow, Vanessa is a realtor. Like <laughs> I see your pictures and I'm like, wow, like oh, it, it's like, you. it's, I'm proud of you. Thank you know, you. I'm very thank proud you. of you because I know how the last time I saw you, you were just a little girl <laughs> and to see you into a woman so confident. I'm, I'm sure we all have our, our, I don't know, like our struggles or everything, but you're such a confident woman Thank so you. beautiful inside and out um it's like wow i'm so proud of her <laughs> she's doing I it i love it i love it i help you know home buyers investors i have investors actually in africa and lagos really? i have investors in canada wow. um, australia that they're just waiting for me to find them a deal wow and it's funny because a lot of them have never even seen their properties they just have i just present to them the numbers and yeah. they go with it and we move from there but i also have a client in germany uh he's he's family and how do you how do you get these clients referrals Refer yes i referrals and also my family my okay. family my mom is a super amazing special person everywhere that i go people tell me like oh you're stella's daughter like even when i go back to my hometown in mexico people recognize me and they they're very loving to me because of my mom. Yes. And then as well as her business, uh, I remember that when I used to work there, I was the cashier. So a lot of people recognized me from there. Um, and my aunt, my aunt, I started the business with her. So yeah. it goes hand in hand. It's just, oh, I remember. people get the word out. I wanted to be like your Thea Monica. <laughs> I'm like, she's so beautiful. <laughs> she is, she's amazing. Oh, your mom's amazing. Everybody, your family was just very, oh. very sweet. 
Um, and, and it's just amazing to see, but what you said is so true. It's crazy what our mothers have done to us. It, it's like, it covers us, you know, like their love, their, their kindness of what they've done for others. It still follows us. There's a song by, I don't know if you listen to him, Ricardo Arjona, it's called Mi Novia Se Me Está Poniendo Vieja. And I relate to that song so much because I need to hear it. <laughs> he's talking about his mother, how I think that the message is that he never realized how amazing his mother was until much later. And that by then she's already getting old. Aww. So I feel like that's me. Yeah. I recently, um, thankfully, I had someone really, I have someone very important in my life that pushed me to get closer to my mom. And that's how it all started. And that's when I realized how yeah. wonderful she is. Because like I said, she was always very hard on me. So I, it's, it was the challenge. And then yeah. we also have very similar personalities. So we bumped heads a little yeah. bit. But now that I'm an adult and I can think things and I... You see life different. Right, yeah. right. Everything makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, before it's like, mom, you just don't like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> this or that. I remember my dad was very strict with me, mm-hmm. very strict with me. And I'm like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't <laughs> love me. He loves everyone else but me. But now that I'm older, mm-hmm. after once I got married, our relationship got better with me and my dad. I feel like that's what it is. You realize until mm-hmm. you're in your relationships, your relationship with your parents. Yes. I'm like, wow. Oh, he is not that he didn't love me. I was his oldest. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what he felt seeing his little girl, you know, be hugging someone else and kissing <laughs> someone else instead of him. You right. know, like I can't even imagine me going through that as a mom now. It's it's different. It's crazy what you grow, what you learn as you're growing. Like, mm-hmm. no, my mom, I should love my mom. And I've seen people lose their moms. I, I, my aunt passed away a few years ago and a friend of ours passed away. And I'm like, I have my mom, you know, I should enjoy her every single day because I don't know when it's going to be the last time we think that, that we have them forever, right? you know, but things can change. And I mean, I, I know that our moms are healthy and everything, (laughs) but, and I know your mom went through something hard a few years ago, right? She did. And, and it's crazy, but that only makes us even better people. It polishes us to be what God has created us to be. Sometimes the hardships that we go through humble you. Yes. They humble you and they make you realize what's actually important. Exactly. And I think that that 2020, <laughs> the whole pandemic made us realize how important family is too. I was alone in Atlanta with my sisters, so I was distant from my family back then but it was a different time for me it was when I really focused on work and I fell in love with it more I implemented systems it was when I took my business as a business rather than me as a realtor wow as a business so it was a different time for me (laughs) wow can I was you very elaborate committed. on that? I'm like that. I, I was like very that. Like committed. That is true. Like you just didn't see yourself as a realtor, right? I I used to see myself as a realtor, mm-hmm. someone that was helping people buy and sell their homes and get investment properties. How do you, how homes. do you see yourself now? Like now I I implement it as a business, so um, like as a company. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I make my message yeah. clear. So now I see myself, for example, as 
target. I try to implement systems and give people a better service. Wow. That's true. And just learn. Yeah, that's amazing. See, I'm telling you, you're you're such an inspiration. <laughs> I don't know if you have never even thought about that, but you're such an inspiration because you're mm. so young, Vanessa, to start for someone to start at 17 to do these I things. I feel like I haven't done enough, actually. I <laughs> feel you've like I haven't done, done a enough. lot. No. I'm 33 <laughs> and I don't have like a career like that. No, my my family, they have a very amazing upbringing. When they came here to the States, they were both pregnant and with a toddler, which was me. They would walk to work. We shared an, a two-bedroom apartment with an uncle uh, and they worked packing tomatoes. And now wow. they're extremely, like they have an amazing empire that they still are working on. But that's why I feel like I haven't done enough. I feel like my family put me in a position where I should be somewhere Doing better. More. And I think you are going to be that businesswoman to build something greater because you're only 27, Vanessa. <laughs> you're I feel only like God 27. finally gave me my vision. He, he presented it to me two years ago. And wow. I remember that back then it was, it was big. And I thought to myself, wow, it's not that I didn't think that I could do it. It was just that the vision was just so big and I, I was intimidated by it. But he reminded me this year, he told me, me pidió cuentas. He said, hey, what's going on? I, I told you I have an assignment for you. So that's what I'm trying to live up for. And therapy and life coaching, now I call it, yeah. has really made a difference. It's funny how just four months have completely changed my mindset. Wow. And what made you decide to get a life coach or like a therapist? A therapist? Uh, I was having love, love issues, and that's why I went. Wow. I was heartbroken. Um, but then now I just discovered a lot of sometimes your weaknesses are from your childhood. And I remember I, for some reason, my childhood, I have very seldom memories of my mother and my sister because my mother was always at work. My sister was being taken care of by family members. Jasmine. In my early, early childhood, like before I was five. So a lot of my childhood memories are with my father. They were very turbulent. So that's why I feel that that gave me, I, I don't know what to call it, anxiety. Mm -hmm. I had really bad anxiety within my relationship. Okay. And it was from the abandonment from my father. Then unfortunately, I, I had that because I have an amazing mother and aunt and family. I don't know yeah. why I felt it, that. It's like, um, I guess it was kind of like a trauma for you back then that it was kind of. That I didn't even, that I went my entire life ignoring. It never got to me until I um, was in that position, but that's what took me to therapy and to God. Yeah. I just said, God, please heal my heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And yeah. um, it really, really helped. So when did you start that? Four months ago? Four months ago. And you've, what have you experienced in four months? Uh, just addressing my inner child, addressing mm -hmm. my inner child. He has me just constantly reading books and he's, I don't know if he's Christian, but all of the books that he gives me talk about God. Mm -hmm. So I really feel that maybe he is or maybe he's not. I don't know. Yeah. But hey. I felt that God <laughs> told me like, hey, I'm 
I'm trying to get to you through every way possible. Yeah. I'm the only person or the only being that can heal you. Yeah. No one else. And going back to you said, you know, you spent time. Well, you grew up going to church. I know you were telling me you were Catholic before. Right. You know, but it was a lot of people say I'm Catholic, but they really don't even go to church. <laughs> yeah, you just did the primera comunión right. and the baptism. <laughs> or when maybe you, were a baby. you just go for that. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. But um, when was it that you guys decided, let's start going my to a Christian church? My mom and my aunt, uh, it was when I was a teenager, maybe like 13, 14. That they decided, let's go to a Christian church. Yes, I don't know how it started. My I don't know. It's a blur. I just remember finding myself at church every weekend. Wow. <laughs> You're like, how did I get here? <laughs> finding myself at church every weekend for many, many hours. And many but years I was, was it like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're still very committed. They go to church. And even my sister, it's very interesting to me that she's been going to church alone for about three years. She goes wow. every Sunday, whether you come with her or not, she goes. It's yeah. just a commitment that she has within herself. Yeah. My family are very close they're very close to god it was just me yeah it was just me that wasn't (laughs) following the module no but sometimes you know you it's it's not even it's more like having that relationship with him you know constantly and that's the thing i i have always had a relationship with him ever since i started my career i just felt his presence Mm -hmm. in me Mm -hmm. i just didn't like going to church i don't know why yeah and then eventually when i wanted to go to church i didn't feel worthy of going no you are worthy (laughs) because you are his child Mm -hmm. and i'm sure he has i'm sure he has shown you his plans but i'm sure he has even bigger things for you right you know because i mean he's a big god so why wouldn't he give us big things Mm -hmm. right but so after you have that rebellious years Mm -hmm. you know what made you say wait I want to go back to him. Like I want, I want, I, cause you know, the thing is that when you grow up in church, you just feel it as, okay, I'm here because of my parents. I'm here because I have no choice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But because I grew up like that, I grew up going to church every single day, every single day. And someone asked me one day, if you weren't with your parents, would you still go to church? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I was like 16 when I was asked this and it really got me thinking, would I still go if my parents didn't go, you know? And it's like, and I was like, no, because I knew who God was. And at that time I'm 16 years old. I haven't experienced him as, as my God, as my healer, as my provider, as my father, you just know him as my God, Mm -hmm. the God, you know, the God that, saved my dad the god that healed my dad but the god that is just doing things for other people right but it's like wait when are you gonna do something i did see his work in my family uh he healed my mom and then also i just always felt that my problems weren't big enough to be i don't know how to explain noticed for by him but I, I just had tremendous respect for God. I felt that my life, uh, that my issues weren't that serious, and I would figure it out on my own. Wow. I remember that when I finally asked God to heal me, it was the first time that I had ever done that, because before then, 
I thought to myself that I could, that I should handle it on my own, that he, wow. that he had people to heal from cancer or people, you know, bigger that, had things. It, that have bigger issues than mine. So I remember when I finally realized that only God could heal me, it was because, um, again, I would do my routine and I would watch the channel or another thing that helped me relieve I don't know what I don't like to call it anxiety, whatever that feeling was. Yeah. Uh, was singing. And I liked singing like Ricardo Arjona or uh, Dani Barrios, mm -hmm. Jesus Ariano Romero. Yeah. Those that for some reason those three artists always relieved yeah. me and I would forget about the, the commotion yeah. in my mind. Mm -hmm. That's what really helped me. But I remember that when I started to pay attention to the music that they would talk about this love that God had. They would describe it that it was uh, selfless and unconditional. And I thought to myself, I want that love. And that's when I realized that only he could heal me, that only he could love me the way I wanted to be loved. Yeah. How, do, do you feel like you've ex you're experiencing his love differently than right. before? I, I just feel that I finally accepted that I'm worthy of it. Because I've always felt his presence. I've always felt his blessings. I just never felt uh, important enough, I guess you can say, to be noticed by him. Yeah. Or not to be noticed by him, but to actually have him one-on-one -on -one with me. Yeah. No, and I think he <laughs> wants that. And he wants it with everyone, you know, that allows him to, to have that one-on-one. -on -one. I remember the day that I was um, at, at church when I was still with my parents. And this was the first time that something that had never happened to me, um, the pastor at my mom's church, she's, God uses her as, you know, with prophecy and she, she's a prophet. And I remember thinking, wow, she, God uses her to tell people like a message, like a special message. And I thought to myself, I remember telling God, I want you to speak to me. I want you to tell me something. And I remember that same day, she said, you want to hear God tell you something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she started telling me all these things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're like, God, you do hear me. You know, it's crazy when we ask him for things that no one else knows, mm -hmm. but it's just between you and God. And he does it. And you're like, this couldn't have happened. <laughs> like, you know that it was like a godly moment. You know that it was him, that it was no one else. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that you you've seen that in your life and you'll continue to see how God is going to be doing things. And you're like, God, like I wasn't even expecting this or like, wow, like this was just you, you know, like when you were telling me that you have all these things that you wish you could do, or, you know, you're like, I admire you for, for doing that. For yes, doing your I, I love when I see your posts that you're always very involved with your kids and your, uh, your family with you and your husband. I, I love seeing that because as a child, my mom had to work a lot and my dad wasn't in the picture. So it's almost foreign to me to see a parent have a very intimate relationship with their child. It, it's, yeah. it's just something different. And I'm not complaining because my mom's an amazing person and we are, we're um, building our relationship now. Yeah. But it, I remember that Growing up, I would think to myself that I didn't want to have kids because I didn't feel that I would ever find 
someone that would be a good parent with me, that would commit to being a good parent with me because I know that it takes two. Yes. So whenever I see families, um, again, like with my clients, when I see like fathers look at their child in the eyes, like whatever they're saying is important, it really touches me because I'm, I just think to myself like, wow, like they care. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. care. Yeah. I, I like seeing that. I like seeing that you have a relationship with your children and yes. that you have such a great, I, I, I like seeing your, um, your chats with your husband because <laughs> I relate to it. I, I like seeing your, your relationship and everything in your marriage. Yes. No, thank you. It's, it's, it's not easy. You have to really cultivate that and, and do it as much as you can, but it's true. It takes two. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm very blessed to have my husband to be, to, even though, you know, he does work a lot, but he, when he spends time with them, he makes sure is that oh, it's yeah, a quality it looks like, time. I mean, just by your social media, it looks like he has like a good relationship with yes, the children. Too. Yes. Like he will discipline them and they respect that, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they still love him. Mm -hmm. You know, like I love that, that they don't, when he, cause he, when he like not punishes them, but when they get in trouble <laughs> and he like grounds them, he'll ground them for two months, <laughs> but they respect it, mm -hmm. you know, and they still love him and they think he is the most fun parent. They think he's the, he's much Aww. more fun than I am, <laughs> but it is amazing. Um, and I know you'll have that too. Mm -hmm. I know that God will give you that man, that companion mm -hmm. that you will need mm -hmm. to be able to raise a family, you know, when the time is right or when you're like, okay, I'm ready for that. <laughs> Cause I'm sure, you know, maybe you're like, I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> I want to focus mm -hmm. on my vision with God. I, yes. I, he showed me a life, and he told me that I could have that, and I, as long as I worked for it. Yeah. So I like that he told me that, um, and I'm excited to to get that. Yeah, and the Bible says that the more we seek him, the more he will bless us. You know, the more we, we find ourselves with him, he will take care of the rest. You know, the one of, um, not one of my favorite verses, but one of the verses that you hear a lot is like, if you seek his kingdom, everything else will be added. Mm. It's like when we seek him, when we seek God first and we put him first and everything, everything else will follow, mm -hmm. which means we don't even have to do anything. <laughs> you know, my husband says that the moment that he said, I just want to focus on you. That's when I came, <laughs> you know, that's when God put me. And it's like the same thing. I said, God, I don't want to, I don't want to, because I was heartbroken too. Mm -hmm. I was heartbroken. And in hearing you, it's like, I feel like there are things in me that still need to be addressed mm -hmm. and fixed properly. I do remember crying and telling God, heal me, take this pain away from me. I don't want to feel this anymore. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to keep crying over someone that doesn't deserve it. You know, like, it's like he did. I know he did, but I feel like there are things that still need to be um, that still need to be brought up, mm -hmm. you know, to heal that completely. Yes, I I just asked him to heal me from what happened with my father because it's just very interesting how my entire life I was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine. I had never, I had never felt that I had missed out on anything. Mm -hmm. Obviously, as a child, I missed him and I wondered where he was. But then eventually, I just accepted reality. Uh, and I got over it. Well, so I thought. 
Mm-hmm. But then as an adult, I had these triggers and I realized, why am I acting like this isn't me? And I realized that it was my inner child because I, I felt childish feeling the way that I felt. I was not myself. <laughs> I would cry and I don't know, it's embarrassing yeah, things I that I did but or do or I don't know. I'm trying, I'm working on it. I'm working on addressing that. It's because it's, it's traumas. Mm-hmm. And I and I learned that when you go through a trauma mm-hmm. and it wasn't like healed, like in this in this case, you know, you went, even if you're like, well, I never thought about it, but you not having your dad, it affected you. Mm-hmm. And it was like a childhood trauma. Right. And you thought, okay, it hasn't affected me, but then you go in through something else that triggers it mm-hmm. and it makes you like feel the same way but sometimes we don't understand why but it's because of something that happened and i feel like past. that's why my relationship with god was so affected that i didn't feel worthy of being noticed because that's what i grew up with with my dad uh he was inconsistent uh he was the best dad in the world for a few hours and then he would go back to his his life and i i feel that it was in consistently being disappointed and him abandoning and not ever feeling that I was worthy of him sticking around. That's what really intervened with everything, with every area of my personal life because yeah. at work, everything was amazing. Um, it, it is amazing. God thankfully blesses me and I'm always reading all these books. I, I love reading. And I wish I loved reading. Yes, and I'm sure your husband knows, but Keller Williams also has amazing uh, programs like mm-hmm. Bold. Yes. And, oh, God, that I love it. That has changed his mentality completely. Yes, it works on your mindset, so my mindset is in the right place. It was just my emotions, mm-hmm. my heart that was still damaged from yeah. childhood, and it's just yeah. silly. It feels silly, and that's why I never addressed it with God, and then... I asked him, I was like, please heal me because I don't want this to continue to be in my in my heart. Yeah. And I realized that only he can heal me. Yes. And then um, I'm not proud of this, but I also haven't spoken to my father. Uh, how many years? Like five years. Okay. Because I realized that his coming in and out of my life would affect me. It made me angry or emotional and I just one day decided that I didn't want to feel that anymore but I know that God wants you not to honor your father and your mother regardless of who they are so I want to heal as fast as possible that way I can get back in touch with him and not feel um, abandoned anymore whether he's whether he wants to be a part of my life or not I don't want it to to affect your heart yeah I don't want it to affect me anymore Mm -hmm. I don't want to be hurt by it if he talks to me today and then he forgets about me for a year, <laughs> I want to be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. But I want him to know that he can reach out to me if he wants to right. and that I'm not going to treat him any different. Yeah. And I think God is going to honor you for that, you know, because you are honoring his word. Honor your father and your mother. My my mom <laughs> and my aunt always put that in me. They always told me that. And for so many years, I was so angry with him that I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. Like, I don't know if that rule (laughs) applies to me or that. Yeah. And a lot of things is that I've learned through church is that a lot of times we think, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to honor my mom and my father because they've been nice to me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we think that only 
when they deserve it, we should honor them. But no. I just thought to myself, like, he's a stranger. He chose not to be a part of my life, and that's on him. Yeah. But then I recently discovered that I didn't want to have that in me anymore. Right. And I I wanted to reach out to him, but then I thought to myself, like, I'm in the process of healing. I don't need it to affect me again. I need to be healed and then be prepared for that. Yes. And the thing is that, there is so much blessing and honoring and obedience. You know, they go hand in hand. So when you do that, like you said, regardless if he wants to continue in your life, mm-hmm. you're not missing out on your blessing because you're honoring your father. And I also, I, I don't have any issues with anyone. So I, then, then one day I thought to myself, wait, I do. It's my dad. So I, I don't want to, I genuinely don't want to have any issues with anyone. Yes. I, I want him to, like I said, if he talks to me today and, and he's, con- you know, consistent about it a few weeks, but then he comes back in two years, that's fine. Yeah. I don't want to be hurt by it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's all about being intentional. You know, you want to do that. Then you say, you know what, let me put a little bit of my part mm-hmm. too. Because sometimes it can be like, well, if he's not going to call me, I'm not going to call him. You know, we get in in that like prideful moment. But it's like, you know what? It's okay. Maybe he has stuff to do, but let me call him. Let me see what he's doing. It works with one person out of the time. Uh, First, I worked on my relationship with my father. I had my stepfather. He's my father to me because he he was the one that was in the picture. But I, when I was a teenager, he and I bumped heads a lot. So eventually about Four years ago, four or five years ago, my mindset changed. At first, I would think to myself, I need to see him the way that I see the people at work, for example, my clients, my colleagues, and maybe like that, I'll be able to talk to him. And that's what I started to do. I would just Mm -hmm. be like, hey, good afternoon. How are you? And at first, he would be thrown off. He'd be like, why are you talking to me? We don't (laughs) talk. Because he was so used to not (laughs) us bumping heads. And I I didn't want to do that anymore. I felt that real estate really matured me. Wow. It matured me. And I thought to myself, no, I need to talk to him. Whether he likes it or not, if he wants to give me a hard time or not, if he wants to argue with me or not, I'm going to be nice. And then eventually it really did, I really did heal my issues with him within myself. And it, yeah. it just took me to put the first, yeah, to put, do this. put the first foot yeah. forward. And with my mom, uh, we had a very neutral relationship. Uh, I didn't disrespect her, and we were nice and cordial, but we weren't intimate. And recently, I started, uh, like I said, thankfully, I had someone that pushed me to do that that was important to me, or is important to me again. <laughs> my my past tense isn't, it's not relevant, but uh, my mom and I are, we're growing that, like, we can text each other, talk to each other, sit at a restaurant. That's I'm really nice. thankful for that. That's very nice. I'm I'm happy to hear that because there's nothing more ha- for me to hear that there is a that that bond between a mother and a daughter because I I have that with my mom. My mom is a great mom, um, and I have that relationship with her. And when I hear of people that don't, it hurts me because mm-hmm. I'm like that's what the enemy wants. He wants to separate us from the people that are going to be there to push us to, because a mother is always going to want the best for you. Right. Always. So it, it does hurt me to hear when people don't have that relationship, but I'm glad that you're cultivating that 
because you're you're gonna stop that like I don't want to say curse, but you're stopping that and that when you have your kids, you don't do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, that you'll have that strong bond with your kids. So you don't relationship. Thing. Yeah, a relationship. Yes. But I wanted to ask you something else before we end. What has been, because I know you said you watched all the episodes, mm-hmm. which has been one of like those episodes that has touched touched you the most? I really love hearing about your upbringing of you and your husband. Um, It was really inspiring to me that you guys were so vulnerable about your past and how you started, you know, from the ground up. Yeah. You built everything you have together. It really, it really motivated me. I, that's, that's actually how I connected to your channel the most. Oh, wow. Uh, The relationship. I I was like, wow, you know, things don't have to be perfect. And people have And you know what? Let me interrupt you for a second. It's crazy because are you single? Or are you off the market? <laughs> uh, a complicated kind of. <laughs> <laughs> because it's crazy how that episode can motivate someone mm-hmm. that's not even married. Yet. Relationships are very, very hard. They're very, very hard. Yes, they, yes, they are. <laughs> but you love someone and you want it to work. And I, when I saw your channel and I really resonated with your relationship, I, I thought to myself, oh, okay cool so there is light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) oh yes I think something that I've learned from my husband is that I mean relationships are hard and I heard um I don't know if you're familiar with Michael Todd and his wife Natalie Todd okay they're um they're some amazing pastors but she says that being married is like dying every day (laughs) like dying to yourself dying to your flesh because there are times you your pride wants to mm-hmm. kick in you know you want to do it your way but it's like dying to that flesh of yours and saying you know what I'm going to choose to do the right thing even if it hurts me mm-hmm. it's just about committing you know all the way both people both and being vulnerable because yes. like you said you have to put your pride to to the side you have to and also heal yourself yes with me it's my issues with my father that get in my way yeah um but I I liked seeing your relationship I related a lot to it wow that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing we actually thought we're like I don't think no one really likes the episodes of of you and I (laughs) those are like my favorite oh I I like all of them but um those are my favorite oh well it's nice to hear that (laughs) because we're like okay yeah maybe I need to bring more (laughs) because we had noticed the views but I know a lot of people they they like to to hear more and and it's just crazy that you know we get to touch someone's lives through our 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 everyday things or our life or our struggles and everything because this is what it's all about just a conversation that I'm sure people are going to be like wow I identify myself with with Vanessa they want to relate to you yes and And to say well if she went through it I can do that. Right. Maybe someone's like, I'm 18 and I've been wanting to do something, but I feel like I'm I'm not old enough. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes we may think, well, I'm too young. People are not going to respect me or, or you know, see me worthy of selling them real estate mm-hmm. or doing other things. But I think that in God and how he uses us, the age doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're 27. I was 27 when I had my second child <laughs> and I was, I was not even thinking about anything 
it's just crazy. Just a year ago, I'm like, I want to get serious of what I want for my life. I you love know? your channel. I, I, I really, really enjoy it. I feel it's just ironic to me how your mom introduced me to church and then I, you and in my life coach played a part in me coming back. That is crazy. Wanting, wanting, because like I mentioned, I don't do anything until I want it. And that applies to any area in my life. Like, for example, with my real estate license, I, I got it until I wanted it. And then with church, I, um, I came back because I felt it in me. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, and if it's up to us, I think we would never <laughs> want to do stuff like that. But it's crazy. I think it's God who puts the desires in you to say it's time. And, um, and I was very surprised you agreed to coming because you said that you're not, you're, you're just not like that to just come and open <laughs> I'm not and talk. Very, yeah. I'm not very active on, so I need to work on that on social media or y'all can like follow that. her I, on her social media. <laughs> I, I love, um, I love one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. but I was, I remember I was a little like nervous about it, but then I thought to myself, no, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, be fun. Nice. <laughs> it'll be different. Yeah. <laughs> no, every time you smile, I can see your Thea Monica. And really? you, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> really? Yes. A lot. But, mm -hmm. um, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. I know that your story, your, your experiences, your story, is going to bless someone, you know, because it has blessed me to be able to sit here and talk to you, someone so much younger than me. That's why I, I enjoy talking to people. If, if my job could be sitting with people at lunch, <laughs> I would love that. I would love sitting and just conversating with people because it's crazy what everyone goes through and the things that God does what to you them. What you can learn from them. And what you can learn from them. Mm -hmm. You know, if I could go back in my life, I would want to do more. You're in the right path, Vanessa. I just wish I had started sooner. You're, you're in the right track. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have started sooner. I'm 33, about to be 34. Well, like you said, age is just a number. Yes, it is. So keep going forward. I can't wait to see, you know, where God is going to take you with your business, Me with too. your spiritual life with everything i can't wait to see how you're going to flourish i mean you've already flourished from the time that i saw you into this beautiful young lady so thank you so much for sitting here with me i enjoyed the conversation i learned so much from you vanessa i really appreciate Likewise. you coming here thank you for having me <laughs> and i know that a lot of people are going to identify themselves like you or you're going to motivate them to say you know what if she's 27 and she's done that i want to do something with my life too so I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and we'll see you guys on our next one. Bye-bye.